Hello and welcome to The Learning Project. This is Stephanie Courtney and I'm so excited today, you guys. We have a special guest, her name is Stacy. You are not gonna wanna miss this leadership and professionalism segment because it is gonna get great. So buckle up, sit back, relax, and listen in. Hey everybody, it's Stephanie from The Learning Project. I am so excited today about our conversation. Welcome to another segment of professionalism and leadership. I have Miss Stacy Roberts with us. She is amazing, you guys. She's gonna be knocking some knowledge with, for us so that we can be thinking about how can we be better in our communities, grow, develop, and all of that great stuff. Um, so Stacey, um, tell us what is your passion and who are you? Awesome. Okay. Hey, hey, everyone. So I change, if Stephanie doesn't mind, I changed my terminology. I like to say I have purpose. Um, mm. Passion is, is key, but I sometimes believe passion fades. Sometimes we have passion about a person, passion yes. about something, but that can kind of simmer out. So I like to say that I'm purposeful. So yeah. my purpose, I believe that God placed me here to teach and educate and use whatever I've been through or whatever I learned to help the next person. Whether it. it be in uh, life experiences, education, um, just my walk throughout life. My purpose is to tell my true testimony, my true experiences, mm. be very transparent and open with people and to let them know that they don't have to do life alone, whether it's personal or professional or anything. And yeah. to just generate that because we all need each other. We do. Yes. I love you guys. You could already tell this is about to be good. Okay. So I'm just letting you know now, if you have not subscribed or shared this right away, go ahead and do that. Go ahead and give someone something great today that will feed their soul, spirits, and mind. I love what you just said, what you are, what you're talking about being invested in the community and changing that word from from passion to purpose. Is that what you said? Pa yeah. Passion to purpose? I, I love that. I love that. Um, so tell me a little bit more. When we're talking about leadership and professionalism, what are your three, what are three things for you that are like, this is going to help shape your leadership and professionalism? So it's a few things. Yes. Um, number one, I just love leadership. I love that position of, when I say that position of influence, when you are in a leadership position, that's powerful. You are now responsible for the well-being and development of others. Mm -hmm. That's key. So three things that are key, I think, um, integrity, number one. You have hmm. to walk in integrity. Yes. If you lack integrity, I can deal with anyone. But if you yeah. have an integrity issue, we have to part ways. Uh -uh. Not gonna work. <laughs> can do that. Not gonna work. Don't do that. So integrity, transparency. Hmm. Transparency is key. You have to be willing to tell people what you've been through or not. Uh, uh, some people act like I was always the perfect leader. I was always here. No, I was not. It was a, hmm. it was a climb. It was a learning experience. It was um, it was some pain. It was some wins. It was some. Yeah. It was just a whole bunch. So I think integrity, transparency, and then if I had to name a third, as far as leadership, it would be um, servant, a hmm. servant spirit. Absolutely. So knowing that, like I said, we we don't do life alone. Yeah, one of my best friends, Daniel Hare, she told me that if you get to the top and you're by yourself, you're a terrible leader. Huh. So, so you true. need, so it's about servanthood and influencing others and bringing people with you. So yeah, those three, integrity, uh, transparency, and then servanthood. I love what you said when you said you don't have to do life alone. Mm -mm. And I think so many of us are, um, I, I talked a little bit about this before, where we talk about our culture and how it shift from a, a, from a we to I. 
Everything is about how can I progress? How can, what am I gonna get out of this? How do I look? How do I, 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 I? And when you take that I um, from we, you are really losing the opportunity to help shape and grow your community. And as a leader, you have to be a servant. I, I totally agree with that. You know, when you're talking about servanthood, when you're talking about being transparent, when you're talking about when you're talking about F F F ethical standards and principles that we need to live by as leaders, that stuff can be really overwhelming. You know, um, it can be very confusing at times because sometimes we're leading according to how we've been led in the past by other leaders. And sometimes leaders are not the best leaders out there. Um, and they're not leading people, you know, in a way that's going to be um, you know, really beneficial in the future for that person. And so they're leading based off of that. So how do you, how do you bring, bring the best out of people? And what do you think brings the worst out of people? I think bring a few things, bring the best out of people. Um, number one, as a leader, identifying with people mm. when they know that, okay, so I've been in some positions where people just talk at you, but not talk to you. For real. <laughs> <laughs> they can't identify with you. They can't. It's all about relationship. That's what I'm getting. It's all about relationship. Yeah. To bring out the best in people, you have to have a relationship with them. They have to know that y'all are in this together and that you all, that you understand where they're coming from. Sometimes it's not even, and I tell people, uh, my students, people that I've led, I don't agree with you. I see where you're coming from. You're still wrong, but I see why, how you got there. Now let's fix it. Yeah. But if I'm just talking at you, if I never speak to you, if I don't have a relationship with you, and then all of a sudden I'm just coming at you, you're not going to receive me. And I will never be able to bring out the best in you. Yeah. Um, I also think challenges. Challenges bring out the best in people. Mm. You have to, if you're going to be about anything in life, you have to go through some things. When some people yeah. tell me I've never been through anything, I'm like, oh, okay, you're a bad battle buddy. Um, <laughs> I, I love that, you're battle buddy. Yeah, I love I it. I didn't know how to fight. <laughs> you need to know how to fight. Um, go through something. How do you handle uh, stress and pressure? And when things don't go your way, how do you handle crunch time and uh, mm. hard times? How do you handle the press? Do you turn, you know, how do you, a, a, a diamond has to go through some pressure to become a diamond. Absolutely. So I, you have to give people challenges and pressure to bring out the best in them. Bring out the worst in people, I think is the exact opposite. Um, not having a relationship with them, mm. micromanagement. Mm -hmm. Some people need micromanagers, but I think when you are leading people and you don't trust them to do what you've assigned them to do, yeah. you are going to have a bad team. Yeah. Uh, so to bring out the worst in people, lack of trust, lack of relationship. Um, I'm here, you're there. You know, yeah. that, that attitude of not knowing how to talk to people, all of that will cause just the worst to come out of people. And yeah. you have probably a gem and never know it because you've never helped, you've never done anything to develop that gem. Oh, I, that was so powerful. If y'all didn't hear that, uh, I need you to say that last part one more time for me, Stacey. Say that one more time about the part about not knowing you have a gem oh, in yeah. the midst of yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes we get so so caught up in the um, process or trying to complete a goal that we forget that leadership is really about helping people find themselves and oh, yeah. grow and develop. Um, I love when you were talking about challenges, you know, how do you help them deal with different challenges? And we were actually just talking about this on another podcast. Um, I was on, on the podcast with James and we were talking about fear. 
and talking about how fear um, really shapes how a person um, moves in the workplace Mm -hmm. and is able to complete certain jobs and complete different things. And so, you know, what do you tell yourself, Stacey, when you are working with someone and they are really struggling and they haven't been able to find themselves or they kind of have, you know, sometimes we have little pieces in the back of our mind that are like, she doesn't like me. I'm not best for this job. She's doing this, doing this. So that negative self-talk. So what do you do to help someone move from that negative self-talk and be able to look at that as an opportunity to just change and grow and develop? So the number one thing I tell myself um, before I deal with anyone, and I I constantly remind myself of this, especially with a lot of stuff that's going on in our nation right now too. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I tell myself, everything God created was good, even if they don't know it. Mm. So I have to just, I said, let me remember that. Yeah. This person was put here for a reason. Even yeah. if they're not, even sometimes if I'm not operating with my full potential, they're still good and I still have purpose. And so then knowing that how I deal with people, I, I come to them with that attitude. Even if you don't know it, and even if you're not operating and walking your full potential that I know you can operate in, yeah. they're still good in you. Yeah. Now, because of my relationship and my transparency, and that's another thing as a leader, when people see you in the trenches with them, they're gonna fight with you. Absolutely. Um, now you do have some people that that's just not gonna, some people, no matter what you do, mm-hmm. uh, they just, they don't wanna be led. Yeah. But if, if people that have a heart to do what, to do the right thing, when they see you fighting for them and they see you coming at them, like I am coming to you because I want you, I, I know that there is good in you. I know that there is purpose in you. I know yeah. that you are here for a reason, for an assignment. Yeah. You're not tapping into it right now, but we yeah. need to get out of you. So, and I think working with people, having honest conversations, I love conflict. And some people I have to watch when I say that, I don't like chaos, mm-hmm. but I like dealing with issues to get to the root of it, to solve Absolutely. it where we can move forward. So yeah. I think that too, um, just dealing with people, let's talk about what's bothering you. Why are you in the attitude? Why mm-hmm. aren't you performing? What's mm-hmm. going on? And I want people to do the same thing with me because mm-hmm. you have to go through, you, you have to be challenged to grow. You can't yes. just walk around. I don't. I don't need a lot of yes, man. Like, say you're doing a good job. No, Stacey, you could have did that better. Yeah, you need yeah. that. So I like to get that, and I like to give it. So. Yeah, I like that, and that's a key component about being a leader is that you have you're going to be giving out a lot of feedback, but you better be ready yes. to get that feedback back. Um, because when you don't give yourself the opportunity to hear other people and you don't get an opportunity to get that feedback, your growth as a leader is going to be stunted. It's going to stay very stagnant. You're going to kind of have this mentality of I'm doing this right. I'm maybe perfect. And that is not the case. Mm -hmm. There is an opportunity for everyone to grow. And honestly, you know, when we're thinking about leadership, I wish we would change almost a piece of it and call it like a growing, you're like a growing plant because literally that's what you are. You know, you're starting off as a seed. You have to water that. You have to put a lot of sun on that. You have to do a lot of things to help yourself bloom and grow. So what are some things that you do to help yourself grow and develop as a leader? I think number one is mentorship. Hmm. If (laughs) it's called, like you heard, we've heard big fish in the pond. If you're the big fish in the pond, you need to get out that pond, go to another pond. Mm -hmm. Um, You need someone to help you grow. You need someone that you aspire to be like. Hmm. Because if you're at the ceiling and there's no room for growth, I don't, why are you here? 
Yeah. So I think number one is mentorship. Yeah. I think reading as an author, as someone who just loves to read, I think reading is key. Yeah. I think um, they say leaders are readers. I think leaders are learners and mm. we get that from reading. We get mm-hmm. that from reading. So you have to educate yourself. You have to hone your craft. And yes. so um, there's some, I love reading the Bible. I yeah. love reading books by different authors. Um, I love seeing how other leaders do it. Uh, whether it be good or bad, because either yeah. I learn from it or I learn not yeah. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so all that stuff. So those are some things that I just believe in mentorship, um, reading. Another one, asking for help. Hmm. I can't do it by myself. I have to task it out. Yes. Um, and then another right. thing I think is key is um, we kind you kind of tapped on it in the previous question, being um, open. Yeah. Being willing to say I was wrong. Hmm. and saying, I'm sorry, I was wrong. How can I learn from this? Because then um, there's growth and development there. Yeah, um, I love that phrase that you just said. You know, um, I'm sorry, how can I Can I, How can I learn from this? Oh, you yeah. know, that's such an inviting phrase and so easy and simple mm-hmm. um, to help people, to open that dialogue, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, and I tell people that. People say, um, I, I win or I fail. I say, I don't fail. Um, I don't know how to fail. I win or I learn. Yeah. So I'm going, Ooh. if I messed up, I'm going to say, what did I learn? People are like, oh, everyone loses. No, I learned from this. I learned that this is not going to happen again where I'm going <laughs> to, it's not going to lose again. So, right. so yes, I, I just believe it's constant growth. It's constant learning. So, um, and I just love to learn. I just, I just love to be my best, you know, and no matter what I do. And yeah. so I think part of that is being open to say, hey, I was wrong. I did this. I could have did better at this. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think one of the biggest challenges uh, when we're talking about, you know, opportunity for learning and growth is people being willing to be open and see different things from different perspectives and learning to work with um, that individual. So, um, you know, has there ever been a time where you've had to work with someone that has been really difficult to work with and you're like, you know what, we are... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, we're going to, um, we're going to work through this process because we have a goal that we need to complete. Um, and maybe they changed their minds or changed their behavior, or maybe they didn't. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. Whew, so many times, um, whether it's been a group <laughs> project for school or whether it's been, I mean, different things. Anytime you work with people, you have to remember that people are flawed. Hmm. Um, so you're gonna have some mistake. Uh, some I won't say mistakes. Some people intentionally do things. Some people are just yeah. hard to work with. And yeah. I think I, I've come to that. When I got to that point, my mom um, told me one time. She said, "Stacy, there's nothing wrong with expecting the best out of people." But she said, "You're mm. expecting everyone to work like you, and you have to know that everyone doesn't work like Stacy." She said, "I'm not saying they're mm. right, but once you realize that they don't have your work ethic, you won't get so upset." Mm. That helped me. Mm. And I, it helped me learn how not to. Even when people's wrong, I deal with them, but I don't get worked up and out of myself. Yes. So a time when someone didn't come through, oh my gosh, um, <laughs> I've had people, even like when I worked in sales, they didn't do their part on purpose and no one got a bonus. Mm. They just didn't do their part and it was an easy goal. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I'm still mad about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Well, you so know, yeah. she's not over it. <laughs> yeah, was, oh gosh, okay. So I tell, it's different. I've had people, um, just be blatantly disrespectful, mm. knowing they're wrong. I've heard, I've had people get mad because you held them accountable because I've held them accountable. Oh, it all happened. Um, yeah. I've had people. I, I've I've seen it all. I have a background in HR. Talk about holding people accountable and telling them you can or can't do this or you need to step up to this. Um, 
but like I said, anytime you're a leader, you're going to run into that. And so just, I mean, it's so many instances I just really can't focus on. Well, I can focus on a few, but I will say um, part of how I got through it, I had to learn that everyone doesn't work like Stacy. And yeah. so, but, and I can also say on the flip side of that, sometimes people want um, the maximum reward with minimal work. And I have Ooh. to find them, I say, okay, you want, you want this, you want success, but you're not doing what you, okay, you can't have the results that the rest of the team has or the leader has, but you haven't done the bare minimum. It, it doesn't Ooh. work that way. Uh-uh, so, uh-uh. Yeah. I, I need us to talk about that piece. <laughs> I need us to stretch that piece because I think that is the biggest part of professionalism that I feel in the educational field, there's a huge opportunity. Okay. So when you say, you know, you want to do the least work and get the same thing as someone else, mm -hmm. talk to me about that and why is that so detrimental um, to a culture or community of people? Oh, it's huge. We have, um, we live in a society where it's just, it's people, uh, not everyone, but uh, many people don't want to make good decisions or they want to, they want to keep doing what they were doing, but then get mad at people who just, who chose to do something different. Mm. And I tell people, I don't look down my nose at anyone. I'm not saying I'm better than you. I'm not saying that these people are better than these. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I just tell people, you have to understand that they are on a certain platform or they're in a certain level or they decided yeah. to boss up, if you want to call it that, because they chose to make certain decisions. And yeah. don't get mad because, and I, and I don't think people realize that it didn't come easy for them. They yeah, had to right. work for that. They went through right. some pain, some tears. Some, I almost think about it's like having a child. You can yeah. say you want a, a child, um, like I want to have a baby, I want to birth a baby. That's yeah. wonderful. And I will even say that with my son, I, I have a little boy, uh, he's a wonderful little boy. Mm -hmm. I love Jackson. Mm -hmm. Jackson is work. Yeah. <laughs> work. So I will be honest, when I was saying I want a baby, I want a baby, I want a baby, I did want a baby. But when he came and I had to actually be a mom, Mm. That took a different level of maturity because mm. it wasn't just this cute little baby. He doesn't sleep when I want him to sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah before I really understood what his cues, it was it was crazy. Yeah. And so I tell people, you want these maximum results, so you want this result with minimal work. So you have to be willing to put in work and understand what people go through, even if it's a marriage. Some people are like, oh, I just love their marriage. You don't see their tears. You don't mm. see their fights. You don't yes. see. Uh, you'll see a leader, you see a, uh, you'll see a manager making six figures, seven figures. You don't see that he doesn't have work-life balance. Do you yep. want that? Yep. Or do you still yep. want to make your 50000 a year and you go home at five o'clock and we don't see you again? Or do you want to be the uh, dude that does seven figures and he goes home and still working? So yep. I tell people, appreciate what you have. Hmm. Understand what you have. Work for what you want. Yep. Um, and don't be jealous and, and, and um, want what someone else has because they work for that. That's oh, that was so poetic because, you know, I think as leaders, you know, as we're growing and developing leaders, I think people also need to understand that leadership comes with a cost. You know, yes. um, when I think about, I always tell my, I always tell my, my trash can story when I first started being a director working at, you know, a, a large center and I've got all these employees, I'm brand new. I'm coming in like a flood, you know, trying to fix everything. Cause I'm kind of like, you, my mom actually told me the same advice. She was like, everybody does not work like you, Stephanie. 
that. Um, and so, you know, that was really hard for me when I first got into this position because I felt like there was a lot that I needed to prove and I wanted to really grow and develop. And I remember this moment, like everybody just hated me. Like they just, I mean, when I say they hated me, they hated me. And it's okay, it's okay, it's all right, I learned. And so I take the trash out because I'm trying to be helpful, you know, be in the trenches with the team. So I go and take the trash out. I go into the trash can. I throw the dump, the trash in the dumpster and I cl- and the doors just like kind of close a little bit. I stayed right in that trash can and was crying. I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. But <laughs> it took that moment for me to realize you know, this is where you're at. Mm. Where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. How do you make those steps happen? What do you need to do to step back or step forward or let your team speak up so that you can get the real information yes. about what everyone's thinking and everyone is saying so that you can make effective change? Yes. You know, um, I think a lot of times we don't we don't have those trash can moments where we we want to stay strong we try to do all these different things but there's sometimes we have to break apart as a leader in order to put all of the pieces back together as um as the 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 leader of that team you know and i was like my biggest thing i was like i didn't want nobody to see me i don't want nobody to see me (laughs) where can i go i'm about to be here all night work this 12-hour shift so you know it's it, it, I'm, I'm glad that I had that because those were challenges that I needed in order to grow and develop as a leader. This is the same thing with educators, you know, as we are, and I think any, I think any field, you know, I think as we're talking about this, I'm reali- realizing how uh, flexible these conversations are and can really go into anywhere. But, you know, when we're talking about COVID now, we're talking about jobs that are getting cut. We're talking about, you know, things that are, just the the new norm because of everything we have to figure out how to work effectively together as a team and create a culture that is willing to grind and really be there to help that community continue on you know we have a lot of people that have that mindset of you know well if i'm not getting this i ain't doing this i'm like i really feel like you know this is kind of my prediction in the next five years those kind of thoughts are going to have to change because now we're going to be talking about how can we keep this company going as a team um because if we don't get together as a team and we don't actually push for this we will not succeed we won't i agree 100 percent Yes. I mean, yeah, you see it everywhere in education. I, um, we were just, I was just talking to um, a, another um, podcaster um, and we were talking about how, um, how education is going to change and how educate, we're going to start seeing more of those small pop-up schools and different things like that, that are going to be coming about. So um, people can have more options about how they are going to educate their child, especially community schools. And so I, I'm just, I'm just so um, excited to see where all of this is going to go and how um, it's all going to grow and develop and how we're going to do it as a, a, a team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to dig into a couple little things here and get, really get transparent. Everybody, we're bringing some transparency here. So do not judge us when we're talking about our, you know, flaws here. Okay. <laughs> so tell us about maybe like one of your first jobs that you've had, or maybe it wasn't your first job. And what was your most unprofessional moment? 
had a few, and that's all. <laughs> all right, <laughs> me too, me too. I think if people come on here and say, I've never been unprofessional, yes, you have. <laughs> yes, you have, we all have. So I think on every job that I've had, I have strived to be my best, but I know I've had unprofessional moments on all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, even if, if it's been saying something or, or spending a little too much time on my phone when I should have been, you know, just focusing or spending yeah. too much time around the water cooler when I should have been back at my desk. Yeah. <laughs> First job was um, I was actually a shampoo girl at twelve. Oh, stylist, yeah. So I can't remember anything about being unprofessional there, but I remember my first. And when I say job, job, my step when I was seventeen years old, there used to be a candy store in the Augusta Mall, uh-huh. and um, it was a. I, it was my first. I was a senior in high school, and I really that was fun. But I can honestly say, looking back, it being uh, getting older, and if I were the manager at that time, I probably would have wrote me up because. 17-year-old friends, you're gonna have friends visit you. I can't uh-huh. remember how many times I was lollygagging on the clock. And then sometimes there was nothing to do. You know, I was the only one in the store. And, uh, but when I could have been, I don't know, sometimes I had people visiting and we would just talk for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Still in company time. Yeah. That's yeah. still in company time. Yeah. Uh, so I think that was unprofessional. I have, I won't even lie, I had to mature from participating uh, even in other jobs, workplace gossip. Mm-hmm. That's professional, and mm-hmm. number one, you don't go to work for that. Uh, but in some people like, but it, I, people say I don't participate in workplace gossip. We've all have heard something on the job. Yes, looking yes. I'm guilty of it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've had to, I've had to say, you know, God forgive me, and, that, and that's not what I come here for. Yeah. So all of it took growth. I remember I've even probably uh, have. I'm not gonna lie, I've gotten irritated with some managers mm-hmm. and that I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I've learned that. You just don't have to react to everything. And there are ways to deal with managers without mm-hmm. I, I tell people now, you'll never know. <laughs> Get crazy if you want to. I have a little notebook and I'm keeping a law. <laughs> you don't have to get out of yourself. Yeah. To deal with things. There are ways yeah. to deal with things. I said, read your employee manual, find out what your rights are and things like yeah. that. So um, but yeah, I think I can say that I've had some unprofessional moments, but I I think I, I'm thankful that I'm not even the person I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure not the person I was five years, six years, 10 years ago. Yeah. And I'm thankful yeah. for that. Um, yeah. If I could go back, I would change a lot about what the old Stacey did. But I'm mm-hmm. glad they have those things happen because I learned from it. Yeah. Of other people that are in that situation. Absolutely. And the thing about, um, the thing that's so hard, I think when you have these unprofessional moments, it's like if you don't have someone that really can help guide you and call you out on those pieces, it, it's it's hard to change that behavior. Um, Dr. Shelley, um, who I interviewed, we were talking a lot about some of the practices that she does um, to help connect with her employees and the teachers and things like that. And she talked about going to each of their cubicles and talking with them and connecting with them, going on walks with them, going to lunch with them, spending that time with them. You know, um, One of the things that I feel like I'm really good at is when there's an issue I am immediately addressing that issue right away. I am not gonna let that fester because when we let it fester, then there's a lot of conversation, there's all those different pieces. And um, I've been there even myself, you know, um, back in the day where, you know, you try to sometimes gossip is a way of unity, you know, with the team, you know, when you're brand new. Yeah. You try to get in the tea, like, you know, I'm just trying to fit in. I just want to fit in, you know? Um, and really, you know, you know, you know, deep down, you're like, 
I don't need to be here. This is not how I want to be known. And this is not how I want to connect with my team, you know? Um, and then when you let that gossip really infiltrate the team, then it affects your community. Then you're, it's a, affects how another person works with you. If you have to work on a project, then there's that mission. They don't trust you. And so, I mean, it goes so deep. It really can, it really can take a whole team, a whole different direction and okay. make, very um un un uh, product not give them that product or get to that goal because they're so caught up in what's going on and then it can even be dangerous what i found out in hr workplace gossip can be dangerous yeah it can be yeah it can, it can call even bring physical harm to the workplace mm. i tell people you all really want to leave that alone you know what yeah. goes on outside these doors leave it outside these doors we don't need anyone's husband or wife coming up here yeah about people kids and please get payroll right because we don't need anyone yep. about their money <laughs> so <laughs> it's just all these things i'm just like you all it's um keep a play and i tell people this if you have to be somewhere 40 plus hours a week yeah sometimes people are at work more than they're with their their actual families yes that's that place true. needs to be an environment of peace and a, a culture of, of productivity yes. and uh you could be gaining a competitive advantage. You could be, you, we could be demolishing uh, our, the retention rates and all that stuff, mm -hmm. but we should be worried about, you know, what somebody wore to work that day or who's dating who, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just I leave that stuff alone and come to work to work and go home. Yep. And, keep place up. and if you go to a, um, if you have the opportunity to work in a peaceful environment, it's heaven and you never want anything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I always remind people that you are responsible for creating that environment. You yeah. know, it goes back to what actions do you take that impact the other actions that someone else takes? You know, um, if you are involved with something or you are feeling uncomfortable about something, you know, figure out ways to address it in a way that is going to be um, appropriate, you know, um, and figure out ways that you can show that you are a leader. I feel like when you have those unprofessional moments or you're doing things that really are a struggle for you, th those are your opportunities for you to show your leadership skills, oh, to yeah. show how um, you can take feedback and implement it and then go forward and make a difference and change. And I think too, um, part of being a leader, and this is something, I don't know if it's just in the South, yeah. but sometimes people are so indirect that mm. when people are direct, they think you're being rude. Yes. It, this is so interesting that you're talking about this. Yeah. So when people say like a workplace gossip is going on and someone's like, what do you think? That's not my business, I don't care. People will take that as you're being smart mouth, but you're not. You're saying, uh -huh. not my business, I don't care to be involved in this. I am yeah. removing myself from the situation. Yep. Good, but we've yeah. been programmed to think that, oh, they're being snapped. No, they're not. They're, they're keeping yep. people at work. So I tell people, you know, don't be, be don't be afraid, be bold. Say yeah. what it is. Don't you, if I felt like I had, why did you feel like you had to say something? Yeah, you, yeah. You, you didn't have to chime into that conversation about him or her. So exactly. we can be bold and stand in, in truth. I won't say our truth, stand in truth and just yeah. on our business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. That is such a t-shirt. Stand in the truth and mind your business. Like, <laughs> I love it because it, it is true. It is true. You know, 
when we are when we are working with others and we're we're really navigating through all of these situations it really is either um how you're going to address it and i totally agree with you i literally we were just talking about this on another podcast where we were talking about depending on where you live if things are going to look and occur and seem a certain way you know um i always tell about my experience when i was in um, new jersey 9-11 hit there um in new york and so you know it was crazy like, I mean, it was just the whole situation was just so crazy, the experience. And my mom lived in Washington. I was staying with my sister at the time. And my mom lived in Washington. I called her and I'm telling her what's going on. She was like, she was like, none of this stuff is happening here. Oh my goodness. Like, you know, what's, you know, she's trying to understand what's happening in my little area so that she can figure out, you know, a game plan and what she needs to do to help me and my sister. And so, you know, I just remind people that sometimes, you know, depending on when you're going in different regions and you're going to different places you really have to learn that culture and you have to really learn that that um those pieces that go along with helping you to progress in a, in a workplace because it's it's definitely hard it, it can be a, almost a culture shock for you when you're like oh you know and so for those that know like i'm in um, northwest and you're in the south and I, my husband is from the south and when we go down there there are certain things that you know i change up real quick um talk about you know change up real quick because it just does not fly in the south in the way it does in the northwest where it's a lot more it's different. It's, just, it's it, I don't think one is better Actually, than the other. You can sound like up a little bit. Everyone's not hurt. Yeah. <laughs> hurt your feelings. <laughs> you were wrong. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Speaking of when people tell you you were wrong, you know, you were just saying like, you know, that comment. What do you tell yourself when people are putting you down or maybe giving you negative feedback about something that you're really passionate about what do you tell yourself and how do you get yourself to a place to where you can really bounce back from that i look at it a few ways um one of the most powerful things i heard was from uh, my pastor pastor Regina. she said hear the criticism ignore the critic mm. so help me um go so sometimes even when i get negative feedback sometimes the negative feedback it's coming from a good place yeah. if it's what I need to hear to get better I receive it I've learned to love correction yeah however I do realize sometimes people tell you things to put, put you down. Mm-hmm. down I don't know if you had this problem in, in Washington but people say things like this oh Stacey I love this I saw your little promotion I saw yeah. your, little, your little you know people use that little L-I-L I saw your, little, your little business I saw you put out a little book <laughs> just like oh here we go so yeah, people try to throw little things at you um, to try to break your focus. Yeah. And so I, I've gotten to the point where, like I said, I can hear what people. I've learned. I've learned not to let what people's opinion yeah. impact me because you're not going where I want to. You have nothing to do with where God is taking me. So mm. why am I stressing over what you have to say? Mm-hmm. Um, now, mind you, if my mom says something or someone that I look up to or admire and I know has my best interest at heart says something, I receive it with heart and mind wide open. Yeah. But if I know you're just, I remember one time a young lady said this. Um, I put out, it was my first children's book in 2015. And we were, she did, she, I knew her. She did this in a group, in group settings. And she had a, a young child, probably under five. And my book is for like three to, it's like elementary age. And she said, um, Yes, Stacy. My daughter said um, she didn't like your book. How did she put it? She didn't like your book. She said, "Can she write for something on my grade level?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "I know your little girl did not say anything about a grade level." No. I said, "So what she was trying to do in an indirect way with an audience, people, and you got to realize in an audience, she was trying to put me down." 
Mm. Um, the old Stacy. <laughs> but the Stacy with a renewed mind and just see how people try to attack. I was just like, well, tell your baby that um, there's a whole bunch of books out there and that, you know, she can choose one that is on her grade level, but you have thousands of kids that love Boomer Be Nice. Mm. So she was like, oh, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. So you don't hurt my feelings. I said, you, you don't matter that much to me. Yeah. And I said, I, I wasn't trying to be ugly to her, but I said, it doesn't, what your opinion and your, your little girl's opinion is yeah. not going to break me. So yeah. I've learned that, um, I've learned not to react to everything. I've mm-hmm. learned not to react to everything. And then another thing that I've heard uh, is that um, haters are my elevators. I don't like that term because then they determine how high you go. That's one of the most powerful mm-hmm. um, So I don't even worry about them. I, I don't, you're, you're none of my concern. Yeah, yeah. I, I focus on the good. I learn from the, from the negative feedback on how I can get better. But when people try, how do I bounce back from that? Number one, I try not to let it get to me. I do sometimes, it doesn't sometimes get to me. Yes, mm-hmm. but I have to remember why I started and who I'm for. And um, it's not about, it, it's not, and I, some people say this, they said, well, my business or this, I want to be for everybody. I had to learn space is not for everybody. Mm. I'm not, my, my business, my, I am not going to be for everyone. Yeah. And that's okay. And the yeah. people that I'm here for, the people I'm put here, my purpose to impact, they're going to appreciate. The mm-hmm. other one, you know, someone else, you're their, you're their assignment. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, what is one thing that you want our listeners to hear when it comes to learning about leadership and growing in leadership? Oh, there's so much, but if I could focus on one, learning about leadership. Um, you could throw a couple in there. We could throw a couple in there. <laughs> um, be the leader that you want to follow. Hmm. So if, if, if you, I tell people, my, one of my favorite exercises when I do my leadership training is to step outside of you. Mm-hmm. Would you work for you? Would you want you to be your manager? Mm-hmm. Would you want to be on your team? Mm-hmm. If the answer is yes, awesome. If the answer is, mm, I don't know, you need to change some things. Be mm-hmm. the leader that you want to be. Yeah. Um, and then number two, keep integrity at the core of it. Keep yeah. it with integrity with yourself. Integrity. Yeah integrity in your organization yeah honesty because it, it's so sad that in organizations now and I don't know if you've seen this Stephanie mm-hmm. it's like people call evil good and good evil mm-hmm. and it's bad leaders or bad managers are getting promoted and the people yep. that well they get a target on their forehead that breaks yep. my heart yeah and so I tell even my students where I teach at Augusta State I say I tell them you're our future leaders our future mm-hmm. politicians our future pastors our future managers future parents yeah. You're the change. You can make up in your mind right now to operate in integrity and not fall into these toxic cultures that a lot of these organizations deal with. Yes. Yes. Top to the bottom. And so I just tell people that keep integrity at the core and just be the leader you want to you want to be. And if you see a leader you don't like, do the opposite. Yes. Yes. You don't fall into, you don't have to fall into the into the you you can be the change agent. You don't have to fall into these things. Hmm. I love it. 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 Stacey, if people want to connect with you, and I know you said that you had some books. Tell us a little bit about your books. Where can we find you? And if people want to connect with you, where can they do that? Sure. So you can always find me on LinkedIn, Stacey Roberts, MBA, S-T-A-C-Y. Um, that's where I found Miss Courtney. Um, she's <laughs> having me. I've been I've had, having a ball. Um, Yay. Awesome. LinkedIn. Um, my website, my company is SMR Leadership Solutions. Um, I'm a leadership and development. I tell people I'm a corporate trainer. 
um, leadership and development uh, coach. I actually just, my company recently got approved to offer a SHRM, the SHRM CP and SCP certification. So yeah. our certification, my company can offer classes where you actually get the credit hours for it. I'm really at the PDC. Wow. Yes. Awesome. Um, so, um, in LinkedIn, I'm on Instagram as Coach Stacy Roberts. I have a Facebook page, SMR Leadership Solutions. But I tell people um, my books. So I work with adults, but to talk to kids, because I believe if we plant seeds now, we don't have to deal with some of these monsters in the workplace. Yes. I write books for children uh, that deal with uh, leadership skills. So Women Be Nice is about anti-bullying and teamwork. Roscoe's Rescue is about teamwork and first aid and safety. And Don't At Least the Team is about youth leadership. But I actually use that. I will give that book out in adult sessions. And the adults act crazy than the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, book. So yeah, it's fun. I'm, I'm working on a few, a few more. I'm writing a, a book about a, um, for adults, personal life experience that I'm, um, I've been, uh, that my husband and I went through uh, to have children. Working on that, and I'm probably in 2021 we'll work on some leadership books. But I'm working on three other ones right now. Um, one for kids, uh, an adult coloring book for the ladies, and then. Journey to have a, a child. So that's how you can find me LinkedIn at smrleadershipsolutions.com. Oh, this was so good, y'all. Oh, I always say this, you guys listen, you can send somebody flowers, you can send them candy, but send them something that's going to be good for their soul. Send them something that's going to help change their mind, revolutionize the way they see the world and the way they see themselves. You know, take this time, follow us, share this podcast. I am so glad that you came, Stacey. Thank you so much for being a part of this. You guys, we will have all this information right below this podcast. So if you have any questions, concerns, any of that stuff, you can reach right out to Stacey. That way you can get connected and you can build a great um, environment at your company. Or if you want to get personal one-on-one -on -one coaching to be a better leader, you can also do that too. And remember that you can also find out more about the learning project at www.tl training.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time. See you guys. Bye.